you think I'm ugly? Sexually transmitted diseases. I hate literally everything about myself. Erectile dysfunction. Low libido can have a strong effect. Low back pain. So you want to lose weight. What taught you not to be confident? Mm -hmm. Hello and thank you for joining us. I am Dawn Mugel, a board certified nurse practitioner and owner of a new Dawn Wellness Center. I'm Tatiana Britton, fitness expert and owner of Better Body with Tati. Where we will combine the world of wellness, fitness, and aesthetics to bring you the Body, Sex, and Disconnect podcast where it's okay to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of the Body, Sex, and Disconnect podcast. We are talking to you guys about all things vagina itch. (laughs) And you know what's funny? Okay, so I actually thought we were talking about a different topic. And Tatiana, as you guys can tell, sounds a little rough today. Mm -hmm. And so she said to me, okay, you're going to do all the talking, but I think we need to switch it up just a tiny bit. I'm like, sure, what do you want to talk about? Vagina itch. Uh, So I do think there was some type of ploy in there that miraculously her voice is off and she said, this one's all me. But I don't mind. Throw it at me, ladies. Let's talk about all things down below. All things down below. And the reason why I thought of this topic um, is because... Don will dive into this later, but we were talking about, and if you don't know, now you know, if you're lucky and you don't deal with this, count your blessings. Um, but if you, any of you listening, regularly groom or shave your vajay, then you know, a couple days after the hair starts growing in, maybe oh you're lucky, my God. three, four days after, yes. most of us, us were like, why'd I shave? It's already Itch. here. Itch city. Like, <laughs> where you are wondering do I have crabs or is this normal? I was telling Dawn, I have gone on Reddit chains every time. Every time this happens, I'm like, something's not right. I have something, something's going on. And then once it comes through or you shave again, okay, relief. So yes, it happens. It does happen. And I was actually talking about this. So the reason it happens is because you're obviously shaving a sensitive area. The skin is really sensitive and follicles for some people, hair follicles can be thicker. You can even have multiple hairs um, growing out of the same follicle. Plus those hairs are predominantly more stiff than other areas of the body. And so when it starts to grow back, it absolutely can cause itching. It can cause um, little red bumps. It can cause what looks like almost like a heat rash or, or can be a pretty intense rash. Um, and then it seems to go away after you shave and get rid of the irritant, which is the hair that's now growing back. So it's totally normal. I can tell you um, a couple things that you can do for it. First and foremost, don't itch. Don't itch it. I, yeah, you I, want to go home and just yeah. scratch the hell out of it. It's like no one's here. I'm getting up yeah. in this. They're not up in it, but up on it. Sure, Tati. Okay. So (laughs) Colin's going to turn so many shades of red. It's too late. But it's It's normal. It's normal. It is normal. normal. So one thing I tell you, don't scratch it. And I will tell you this because although she would kill me if I used her name, I will not. But she is a close by relative of mine. Um, She did have something similar with this rash and she just scratched and scratched and scratched it to the point that she actually caused a staph infection uh, yeah, on her vagina. So, so oh all kinds gosh. of animal. I mean, you can imagine trying to get dressed after that. So, <sighs> so don't scratch it. You can either shave more often so that um, you don't ever hit that third day or fourth day. However it is, everyone's different, but so that you don't hit that day of irritation and that rash happening. 
You can also use um, different um, shaving creams and lotions, things for more sensitive skin, stuff like that. Um, I, I will tell you, mm, well, I won't even go down that road. I was going to talk about waxing a little bit, but we just won't talk about that um, because that causes a whole new set of, of skin uh, irritation and issues. So, But another thing you can do is laser hair removal. This is what got us on this topic <laughs> in particular because I have no shame in sharing that I am personally doing my laser hair removal now for that exact reason because I was sick and tired of, oh my gosh, am I day three, am I day four? And then thinking, oh, I don't have time to shave today and I'm going to run out and then all day you're trying to figure out how you could possibly scratch or itch or something because you're like, is anyone Colin's watching? Colin's like, okay, so this is why Dawn was leaving every hour on the hour running into the storage closet. Because <laughs> it's miserable. Colin's like, I was not fucking thinking about it. <laughs> But it's miserable. And for those of it you ladies is. out there that have experienced it, guys don't understand. Unless we have they some might, full groomers actually. out there. Yeah. yeah. If we've got yeah. some full groomers out there, then you understand as well that it can be miserable if you're in a rush and you don't have a chance to stay on top of that. So laser hair removal is my biggest recommendation. I'm doing it now. Don't ask me why I waited so long. I have owned this laser hair removal device for a few years now. And it took me, I don't know, like two years to finally take the time to do it. And now I sit here and I tell everyone, including Tati, which is how we started talking about this, Oh my gosh, what was I waiting for? I'm next. Yeah, what was I'm I waiting excited. for? Because not only will the hair go away, but just the maintenance. And and I'm only halfway through my sessions, and I already don't have to shave at all if I don't oh, want to. So nice. I mean, there's still hair that's growing because I'm not complete yet on my sessions, but it doesn't cause that irritation or that itch because the there's less hair follicles. It's not as stiff because it's starting to go away. So um, I I don't know what I waited for. Um, not that I'm encouraging, you know, young children to get laser hair removal, but oh my gosh, if I like, could have when I was a kid, I'd have been like, oh yeah, just oh laser all off gosh. head to toe. It's fabulous. I'm fabulous. so freaking pumped. And on that note too, if you don't shave and you're cool with that, like that's another thing. Like it's got to be what you're cool yeah, with, absolutely. what you're comfortable with. We're like pro everything in here. Like there was like a bush movement for a while. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like do you, do whatever you want to do. That's not me, but do yeah. you. <laughs> and I would say too, like, why laser sounds so great is for the people who, and Dawn and I talked about this a little bit too, you know, one of the things that helps is to shave more frequently, but I don't know about y'all, but if I shaved, so I have a girlfriend who I won't call her out either, but she can shave like every day. She's smooth, beautiful, cool, good to go. If I did that, I would have so many razor burn bumps. Mm -hmm. I would be burning. I would be on Reddit again. Right. Like, what is this? What is going on? Right. So that's the thing too, is if that's one of the solutions and you can't do that. That's where another thing for laser, it's like, gosh, like you're not going to have all these bumps all the time. You're not going to be yeah. irritated. But how, it's let's talk awesome. about how the experience is. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So um, laser selection is super important. Where you go, what they're using. Um, and this is not just promoting me. I'm talking about all you know, lasers in general. So there are lasers that were definitely meant for laser hair removal. Those are usually your um, ND Yag and Alex combo lasers. Those are, especially the newer ones, I'm gonna speak about newer lasers. Those are fast. I mean, you can zip through that treatment really quickly. And it is much less pain than old school lasers. Um, a lot of um, 
a lot of places, if they have an older device, they may be using an IPL because IPL, under the right settings, you can use that for um, hair removal as well. But the problem is it's not quite as efficient or as intended uh, for hair removal. There's a lot of other things that IPLs do. So, but it's a multi-platform device, so you can use it for it, but maybe not the best choice. I'll tell you why it's not the best choice for me. I'm not knocking anyone that uses it. It's just not the best choice for me because it's more time consuming. Whereas, um, you know, if you came and got laser hair removal here, our treatment is about eight sessions. Um, IPL, you could be upwards of 16 sessions. Um, it also, IPL, if you've ever had it, it feels like someone's taking a really hot rubber band and pulling it back and snapping you yes, really hard with it. that's such a good description. Um, yeah, so if you put that in an area that's sensitive. Like your lips. I mean, you all, yeah, you all can That's what of, I'm thinking. Right? <laughs> like, I don't want that. Yeah, you can all kind of visualize the pain of that. Um, I can tell you with the, the device that we have, I think the uncomfortable one was my very first one. And I say uncomfortable. I'm not talking like biting down on a towel kind of pain. I just mean it's a little toasty. And that's because you still have nice, thick hair follicles. So if you're one of those people that shaves and you can still see all those little black dots, you are going to be someone that that first treatment's mm. probably going to feel a little spicy. A couple little snaps you might feel. Nothing like the IPL. Um, so it'll be way more comfortable than that, but you may feel a little bit of, you know, heat and snapping on that first one, but each one that you do is better and better, better because those follicles lessen. So, I mean, I'm, I'm halfway through and I don't even feel it anymore. So, I mean, and you don't do any kind of numbing. It's just, Oh God, no, or, oh, no, no, no. Okay. You wouldn't want to do numbing. Even if you were going the IPL route, even though that's really painful, it actually wouldn't be very safe if you numb. Oh. And the reason is because if you're getting an IPL treatment, um, really knowing if you're going too far, you know, if it, if it's oh, too high of a setting, okay. the only way that the practitioner is going to know that is by you telling them, Hey, even when you're not on this area anymore, I still feel like it's too hot or I feel oh. like it's burning or I'm having pain. And if you're numb, you wouldn't be able to tell someone. It's such fragile yeah. tissue. Yeah. Ooh, so I then you run the that. risk of burning and, and having some other problems. So, uh, Never, ever, ever do I numb any of my patients when we're doing that treatment. I don't recommend it ever for IPL, no matter where you're having it done, face or vagina. Uh, so, but there, there are certainly some really, really awesome equipment and lasers out there for this that I'm telling you, I'm living proof. I like every time I get up in the morning now and I take my shower and I look at that razor and I laugh. Like, oh, <laughs> no more with you. And this doesn't have to do with vaginal itching, but... Colin's really going to like this. But Dawn and I were talking, let's be real, y'all. You can also get this laser around the booty. <laughs> okay, like a little booty hole. Those razors don't fit in that little round booty crack. Like, and even if you don't have it's a whole so lot cute. there, you probably have a little fuzzy fuzz that you felt before. And you're like, God, I was in the right. weirdest position in my shower. Right. And it's there's still something there. Right. So you can get the whole freaking thing. The whole thing. And like I said, no shame in sharing. That is nope. exactly what I am doing. Mm -hmm. And I I'll be right could there with not you. be, I could not be happier happier. And I will tell you for all you guys listening to this right now, dying in your chair like Colin is, I will tell you that I have plenty of men oh, yeah. come in for that treatment. And although they're embarrassed when they first come in, like, do other guys do this? Don't tell anyone. First of all, tons of guys do it. Men and get second waxed. of all, yeah, we would yeah. never tell anyone. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, they all come back to me and say, oh my gosh, 
my butt crack doesn't sweat like it usually does. Like it feels so good because I don't have all this stuff in the way or it's easier to go to the bathroom and be done afterwards and not feel like I'm dirty. Or feel itchy because once again, if you have that razor burn as that hair comes back now, males or females, like no one wants an itchy booty hole. Like that's just (laughs) not a good time. Like that's just not like, oh, that's just not a good look. No, yeah, I gotta go. But I would say too, like, On another note, which is a whole other topic, like Dawn, we are going to, she's going to educate you all so much more on vaginal health and things that are normal, like odors and certain kind of itching like this. Let's talk about that. But let's, let's talk about that real quick. I feel like that's just such a big thing. But what about it? Real quick. I I just. I'm like, she's ready. She said odor and I have to say one thing. Okay. And I, and I'm going to give a very vague example. I, I was um, seeing patients and, and I will tell you that I, I had seen one at one time that was uh, a younger woman who had vaginal odor and she believed that it was just a natural, you know, everybody has their own scent, uh, their own body odor, their own everything. And, but it was something that she had lived with for a really long time where it affected her relationships, her personal life, her even going to the gym, um, her activities. And this, this stuck with me for a long time because by the time I had seen her, she had been kind of really dealing with this for years, years. And it turned out as soon as I saw her, I knew exactly what it was. So this is why I want to have this conversation. If you feel like you have an odor and you're like, okay, I can smell that. And I don't know what it is. Here's just one. And it's not a for sure. Okay, guys, please, please either come see me or go see a physician or something. No, this is not a diagnosis, (laughs) but a telltale sign If you smell something when you sit down and go to the bathroom or in particular after intercourse, when things have really gotten, you know, gotten moving, um, if you smell something that smells like tuna, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but you know, like what a tuna can smells Mm -hmm. like when you open it up. If you smell something that smells like tuna when you sit down to go pee or you or after intercourse, you're like, gosh, what does that smell? Please go see someone. That is not a natural odor that women have or that should be expected. That it is usually a bacterial vaginosis. Mm-hmm. It is very, very treatable with an antibiotic and something that literally can just, you know, take your antibiotic and, and very gone. common. Yeah, I know a lot of people who have dealt with that. And yeah, you are kind of like, well, I'm washing, I'm clean. It has nothing to do with nothing. that. Doesn't mean you're dirty. Doesn't I mean, your no. vagina is dirty. No. And you may notice, too, if you're someone who is just now also starting to shave or groom right. that area, you may even become more aware of that and realize, right. oh, this is really not normal. Or you're just starting to have intercourse or, yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, it is not just for, it's not just for the young ones out there, too. I, I will tell you that bacterial vaginosis or BV, uh, BV is very common in hormonal women, women that are going through mm. menopause or are in menopause because their pH changes and, you know, all of this that stuff happens. Sense. So so if you smell something that you're like, hey, what is that? Have it checked out. Don't be embarrassed to go in and say, I, I'm just smelling something that doesn't seem right. Can you take a look at it? And if you have a doctor that you would be embarrassed to say that, then find one yeah. that you wouldn't be. And that's what I was going to say too. Like there are all these things that are normal, but just like with itching, 
If say also maybe you do the laser and you're still dealing with some weird itching that you're like, uh, I thought this was razor related. Right, right. Or even if you are shaving and maybe you're just a little nervous. Maybe you're like Tati and you're like, I got this going on. I got this going on. And you haven't maybe gotten a pelvic exam. You've never been tested for STIs. You're sexually active. Go do that. Right. And go ease your mind and ask questions. And maybe someone like Don will say, do not worry. This right. is razor Calm burn. Down. It's okay. Or if they see something that says, hey, I'm a little concerned about this. This is not related right. to razor burn. Let's treat Here's it. some tests. Here's some treatments. Boom. Easy. So it's like. These things are normal, but yeah. if you know something right, something right. just does not feel right, then or yeah. smell right, yeah, yes. or smell right, then and don't feel dirty or ashamed, like right. Just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Find someone that you're okay talking about it because I think that is the biggest thing, and that's why I'm so passionate about sexual health. I think it's so taboo for whatever reason yes. to talk oh. about. Hey. I, I have this weird odor, or I have pain with intercourse, or I can't orgasm, or I have vaginal itching, or I don't get lubricated. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on of the stuff that I know there are people out there nodding their head like, yes, girl, like, I know oh my that. Gosh, yes, it's that's not just me. me. Yeah. I promise you it is a majority of women that either have these symptoms now or have at least had them at some point in their life. Um, you know, people will come to me and say, you know, I'm embarrassed to even say this, but I can't orgasm. And I know that's not our topic, but, but it's why I'm so passionate about it because gosh darn it, if we would just talk about it, yeah, make a place it's okay to talk about it. You don't have to one, feel alone or feel like there's something wrong with you, but also we can talk about treatments. We can talk about, you know, O-shot injections or hormones or whatever it is that's going on. There are things that we can do and that we can talk about. So you don't have to just feel stuck. Like even if it is quote normal, everyone else deals with it. Right. If there are methods where you don't have to deal with it, but you just don't know about them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to be able to be that bridge, whether it's with me or another provider, to be that bridge to tell you that it's okay to talk about it. And more than okay than to talk about it, we should be talking about yeah. it. That should be a conversation when we go and see our primary care doc and we say, you know, oh yeah, I get headaches or I have this or back pain, whatever. And I, I can't orgasm or I have itching or whatever it is. Yes. Like, that is still part of our body. The assessments are supposed to be head to toe, not head to toe, but skip the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said in like the first thing, our gross human bodies, which I'm not saying they're gross, like I hate them, but like we have all the fluids. Right. We have all the hair follicles. We all have we, them. Yeah. We got some wild stuff going on there. Right. And it's okay to talk about it. Yes. Like absolutely. So if you are... Scratching your vagina right now because you're itching. Stop. You don't want to get an infection. (laughs) And if you are in the Scottsdale area, then come see Dawn at a new Dawn Wellness. You can join me in this laser journey. Yes. And if you are living life itch-free, razor burn-free, we're jealous. Right, for sure. But we're not going to be. I I won't be either. (laughs) I was like, get out of here, girl. I'm not going to be jealous. I'm jealous right now. And then in eight treatments, we're going to be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll talk about it again, and then we will just be sitting here gloating about how we don't even own a razor anymore. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm like, Colin, get on this train. <laughs> if you guys do have any questions though too, in all honest or all seriousness, if you have any questions about maybe an issue you're having, mm-hmm. and please know we are a non-judgmental zone. You can message one of us personally Absolutely. on our Instagrams. But we had, you know, when we opened up a female sexual health video a long time ago, we had a lot of women with these same the same issues going on and they, they just have the never have the platform right. to talk. The same so question. message us if you have anything revolving your, you know, vaginal anything. health. Yeah. 
your booty health, your male penis health. We're going to cover it. So right. ask some questions. Ask some questions. I I can't diagnose, obviously, over you know Instagram or however we're chatting back and forth. But certainly, I am happy to um, answer whatever I can or give some direction yes. if there needs to be. So absolutely, find us at Tatiana Britton and. Oh my gosh, she just pointed at me like, and? I've stunned you like every time. I'm like, and? And uh, Dawn at A New Dawn Wellness. Yes. All right. <laughs> I have to think about that. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>